0: Happy Sabbath again, family. I sense the Lord was worshipped this morning. Praise the Lord! Like Jesus was uplifted. Amen. I just want to thank the the team there for for sharing that wonderful song with us. And for sure, Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Let's turn our attention to the Word, and just join me um, as we ask the Lord's blessing upon his teaching today. Let's bow your heads. Father, thank you. Thank you for this wonderful time of um, celebration of your goodness. Wonderful time, Father, where your people can come together and offer worship. Father, offer our praise. Father, you have heard, you have heard our singing. You have you have listened to our prayers. You have received our, 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 our faithfulness and giving. Father, you have have shown us in so many different ways today how much you love us and how much you are the one true God. Today, we, we express all of our gratitude for the amazing gift you have blessed humanity with, and that is the life of your son, Jesus Christ. We receive all the fullness of his presence today and we just ask that you would you would take this word multiply it and father speak to each heart each person here today father you brought them here for a purpose and so may you speak to all of our hearts today and may the words that we hear Become not only words that we hear, but words that we do, words that we will take from this place and live out accordingly. Father, I submit all that I am in your hands. As you know, Father, this is all for you and by you. I thus ask, Lord that you would speak to my heart, as you speak to your people. May we all be blessed. But may we all be changed in the process, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Welcome for all those who are visiting, and for those who are joining us online again, welcome. Is there a way to, are you hearing me clearly? Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Today, we're going to look at one word, again, a one word topic, temperance. What did I say? Temperance. temperance. There are two of, the, two of the, the fruit of the Spirit that I still have yet to cover. Amen. All right? With the holidays and everything squeezing. Uh, so today we're going to look at temperance and then we finish on February 11th with love. All right? Temperance. What is temperance? Model? Model? Modesty. Modesty, yes. Moderation. Moderation, wonderful. Temperance. What comes to your mind when you think of that word? Self-restraint. Self-control. Discipline. Patience. You know, when you think about spiritual things, some of the things that normally pop into our minds are things like forgiveness. Isn't that true? Stuff like, let's, let's name them stuff like long-suffering, right? Uh, normally when we think of spiritual things, well, the last thing we would think about is self-control, our temperance. Or discipline are you with me those are so important to our growth in Christianity and if you want to see and we're going to look at it a little bit further but if you want to see what true temperance look like we're going to take a look at Jesus self-control you want to look at what it looked like we're going to look at Daniel and you see how these things are modeled. The fact is, you find the word "temperance in our key text, Galatians 5, verse 22 and 23. Because it's within that text that Paul lists the fruit of the spirit. It's one fruit, but it has different applications, right? It's like you, you bite a fruit of mango, but suddenly it, it tastes orange and you taste. Banana, you taste all kind of stuff in that one bite of the mango. You follow me? Yeah. Well, So it is. In Galatians 5, verse 22 and 23, turn there with me. Galatians 5, verse what? 22 and 23. The Bible says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, Faithfulness, gentleness. In the King James Version, it says temperance. In the New King James Version, it says self-control. When I look up that word in the Greek, it only occurs three times in the Bible. Only three times. Including the one in Galatians that we just read. So it's not a word that is used all throughout the Bible, for sure. However, it is full of meaning. Temperance. Temperance. I like what one pastor said, and I'm going to read it it for you. He said, in the relations to temperance, a gardener looks at the fruit of the Spirit, says, that self-control in the biblical sense means watch me myself my whole person my whole being my whole body soul and spirit come under the control of christ it means every aspect of our life coming under the government of Christ. Self-control, that's what it is. It it means that we are not at liberty to claim the name of Christ and do anything and anything with our life as we want to do. Are you with me? Come on, y'all. It's like, imagine marrying a person, but the person says, listen, you know what, when I marry you, I still want to, I still want to do that, I still want to do this, I still want to do that, and you name it, right? And there is all list of stuff that they still want to do. All the names of the people that they used to see that they still want to continue seeing. But yet they come, come and say, I want to marry you. Are you with me? That's not, a, that's not even a marriage. Are you with me? And so, self-control here has the thought of coming fully under, fully under the lordship of Jesus, and that is, that is listed here, being a part of the fruit of the spirit. That's how important it is. I want you to, I want you to look at a couple of things when it comes to. Um, when it comes to uh, control, remember Daniel, anyone remember Daniel, yeah, Yeah. Daniel. Daniel was brought into Babylon, never planned of being there, living his life there in Judah, but suddenly brought a thousand miles from Judah all the way over to the kingdom of Babylon. And one of his very first experience was that he was brought before the meal table of King Nebuchadnezzar. And he was told what to eat. Are you with me? And sure enough, it was the delicacies of the king. You, you would imagine everyone would want to eat as much as they can at that all-you-can buffet. Are you with me? And in fact, the king wanted to make sure that when he came, when he took a look at everyone who ate the food, he wanted to see some kind of evidence that they ate. Are you with me? And sure enough, Daniel looked at those foods. First thing that popped into his mind, number one, Some of those foods are foods that God says not to eat. They're not fit for food to eat. In fact, he looked at the wine, said, hey, I ain't going to drink that. (laughs) Because God says wine is a what? Mocker. Strong drink rages. And everyone knows what drinking alcohol does to people, to families. It's almost like a terrorist within the families. Daniel looked at all of this, and he could have said, let's go. I'm not in Judah anymore. I don't have my parents looking over me anymore. Are you with me? I'm by myself here, and now I can go, I can go and get whatever I want and fill to the top. No one is, no one is watching over Daniel. Daniel. Daniel is now in a position where he can choose to do whatever he wanted. But guess what? He never forgot what God taught him. He never forgot the value of self-control. He never forgot the, 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 the benefits that comes with following God. He knew that these things that he learned before was of tremendous value to him. Daniel said, you know what, I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to drink it. He exercised faith in the things of God. And look at what happened to Daniel. You all know the story. hope you do. If you don't know, it's in Daniel chapter 1. Daniel did not eat the food. He did not eat the king's food. Instead, he said, you know what? Just give me some water and some vegetables. Give me that for 10 days, he <laughs> requested. And he granted his request. And sure enough, for 10 days, that's all he ate and drank. At the end of 10 days, guess what happened? when they come to check on Daniel, Daniel was found to be ten times better. How many? Ten times better than all the folks who ate the king's delicacies. Are you with me? In fact, it was proven in that text that Daniel had his first victory. Daniel won, and the king lost. Mm-hmm. Do you know you can, you, can, you can win against kings when you are following the Lord? Mm-hmm. Do you know following the Lord is not a foolish thing? Mm-hmm. It may sound foolish, it may look foolish, but guess what? It's the best things. The best things that God provides humanity are written here. And I've learned when I practice them, I turn out so many times better than when I don't. Daniel exercised self-control. Some of the, some of the toughest things that I have challenges challenges with, I can share with you. That will impact my life. Lack of good quality of sleep. Are you with me? Going to bed later than I should. Are you with me? And I feel it afterward. Are you with me? I feel it. Whenever travel, and I'm still trying to get a hold on it, whenever travel changes my routine, I can start to feel it easily. Anytime I'm in my routine, I'm in a good position. But I learned that sleep will mess up my emotions, and it will cause problems not too far long ahead. And so, um, I have to be learning how best can I protect my, my sleep? How best can I do it? I win sometimes. I fail sometimes. But you know what? I'm still on it with Jesus. Even recently, Lord, Help me. You got to do something. Are you with me? And one of the things I'm learning more and more to do is to somehow put a pause. Put a pause. And put it away. What am I trying to say, folk? I'm trying to say that we have to be temperate in all things. And not only seeking God for forgiveness, but seeking Him how to live a life of self-control. When you think of your life, when I think of my life right now, what are the areas where you're out of control? You have no control. The devil put some things before us, and we're all in. And there's nothing we can do to stop it. What is it that we become a slave of? It's so captivating that we fail each time. God is saying Christianity is not just about being forgiven, but Christianity is about living a life right now that gives glory and praise to God in every aspect. I talk about what I just talked about, but what about anger? You talk about self-control? How many times can we rather than blow up? Just ask God to help us to relax and exercise some level of maturity. It's not cool. Y'all know that, right? It's not cool to be angry. That's blood pressure right there. (laughs) Right? It's not a cool thing. That's why Jesus, the Bible is very clear when it comes to anger. It's better to settle it before you go to bed. How hard is that? Is it just me having the issue? Lord has been good with me with that. He has helped me over the years. But we must exercise self-control when it comes to dealing with people in our lives. We can't just be whatever we want to do, treat people however we want to treat them, and then say we are living the fruit of the Spirit. What Spirit? Christianity is very practical. It's not just about uh, singing hymns and, and enjoying the worship. It's far more than that. It's really taking life by the horn and saying, listen, I've been doing things this way so far in my life. I'm making a change today. Anyone want to address something in their life today before Jesus Christ? Is there anyone? Self control. There's a couple of things that I've learned that really helps. Really? Turn to John ten, verse ten. John ten, verse ten. The Gospel of John ten and verse ten. I love this about Jesus. He says, The thief does not come except to do what—to steal. steal and to steal. and to destroy. You see what the enemy out to do with us. Yeah. So we're, when we are following him, you know, and, and we act in any way we choose to, just know that the more we more time we spend doing that, sometimes it's the harder to try to back up. If you know what I mean, right? So sometimes it's, the best thing is to just cut it right there. but he has nothing good in mind for us. His goal is to steal, kill and destroy. I don't want no part with that. right? You too? Oh. Silence. No, I know you don't. But look at what Jesus says. Look at this. I have come that they may have what? And that they may have it more abundantly. Let me tell you, the greatest treasure a human being can have in their life is a relationship with Jesus Christ. Greatest thing. If, if you want to know raw power, to effectuate uh, 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 bad habits. Are you with me? Yeah. Bad habits. If you, I mean, there's so many things out there that we can engage in. and They're good. We can engage in therapy. Uh, depending on some of the problems that we go through in life, yes, some form of medication is always a good thing, depending on what you're going through. But let me tell you the greatest power that's available. Are you with me? To bring about real change in the life of people. And that is Jesus Christ, who brings life and he brings it more abundantly. When Jesus comes into a life, you know what happens? It's not like Sister Akeisha everything is suddenly rosy. Are you with me? Uh, amen? Amen? But I tell you what happens. There's a certain confidence that he builds within us. So when we go through trying circumstance and temptations, we learn the art of going to him, spending time with him, working it over with him, And I have seen God by me doing that. Reverse things in my heritage. (laughs) In my own life. Where I don't deal with that stuff anymore. Are you with me? And we're fighting different battles. We're not in the same battles. Wallowing. Day by day. You you don't agree with me? ask my wife. I'm learning how much... To just treat her tenderly. Yes, sometimes I would like to, you know what I mean, right? But that's the past. That is the past. I have to look at it and say, listen, if, if I'm with Jesus, He desires maturity and He wants to help me. And so, uh, When you think about life, my friends, this is something actually that you and I can't even produce. We we can't even produce this kind of power, this kind of self-control. Yes, you can, there are certain things you can follow, certain practices you can incorporate in your life, but none of that comes close to the self-control that God can provide. Without that, still a loser still a loser Daniel was a man full of science and he didn't, he didn't reach out for science right wow. he reached out to who wow. to God wow. lastly lastly The Bible mentions, and you can turn with me, <coughs> to Philippians 4, verse 11. Philippians 4, verse what? Amen. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. Even, even t- uh Brother Timothy said, sorry, First Timothy 6, sorry, um, verse 8. Uh, the Apostle Paul, and having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. There's something about being content that really helps us very well with self-control. The first is, what we just said earlier, you know, Jesus, Jesus, he is the one that can make the difference when it comes to self-control in our life, but not only Jesus, directly in that sense, but also being content with what he has blessed you with. I mean, the brother said, man, I have food. I have somewhere to rest my head. Hallelujah, I don't have to be in Tahiti next month. And I don't even have the money to pay for it, right? Are you with me? I have food, I'm blessed, I'm content. Alright? There's no need to go build up the barn and fill up the barn at the expense of our health. Are you following me? Jesus said, listen. Look. Now we go to the example of Jesus. (coughs) Did Jesus live a life of content? You you wonder how was he able to control all those emotions and to live above sin? (coughs) Overcoming sin in all regards. He was a man who was very content. With what the Father blessed him with. Are you with me? Very content. Sometimes we. We extend ourselves too much. And I have to learn that myself. And keep learning it. But the truth is. We can go too far and burn things that are dear to us, lacking self-control. <clears throat> Maybe we extend ourselves too much, putting ourselves on a so much burden of debt, and then we have to do so many things just to maintain. Where's my bottom? Feel a dry, a dry throat there. Oh yeah, thanks. Are you with me, church family? Let's not be extending ourselves, but but count the cost. Can we do that? In all aspects of life, count the cost before we make commitments and so that when we do that and live like, it's very practical isn't that true different not, not just and it's actually I say practical but it's very spiritual so God is saying to us today I believe that self-control is so much needed in our lives. And he's the only one. That can make it happen. It's a fruit of the spirit. So therefore. It's not a fruit of Pastor Harris. Are you with me? It's not a fruit of Sister Dawn. Elder Thomas. Can't come, we can't generate it. I mean we might be so savvy. We think we can But it's something spiritual that help us to see stuff that we don't need and say, you know what, I don't need that. Are you with me? We have so many things to do, I don't need to do that. The devil is a liar and a thief and he will trap us into situations and tear us down. And you know what? The Bible says the fire is already prepared for the devil and his angels. Their destiny is already sealed, but they want to take as many of us Christians. He already has whoever in the world, right? But he wants to pull as many Christians with him and say, "Come, he's not going to take me. Amen. Today, let's make sure that he doesn't take anyone in this room and those watching online. You know why? He's a loser. He is a loser. I want to... I want us to use this opportunity... Speak to someone right where you are. Christ wants to make a difference in your life. Are you willing today to just say, I want to try him? I've been trying my own ways, living it my own ways, doing whatever I want to do. But maybe someone here today would like to say, I want to give Christ a chance. I don't know where you are. I don't know who you are. But today we're offering Christ. Amen. You invite him and he will give you the abundant life. The life where you're so content with what God blesses. You. Are you with me? And the life where Jesus gives you joy and satisfaction, which is enough. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't need to seek that from the world because I'm pumped up with it from Jesus. So wherever you are, maybe you're here today and you have been following Jesus all these years. But you do know there are some things different. It be different in your life. And only Jesus alone can fix it. Only him can give you the self-control and temperance that you so much desire. So I don't know where you are. I don't know who you are. But today I want to make sure that if you'd like to make a decision for Jesus, I want to ask you to just stand with me. Somebody needs his help in their life today. Let's bow your heads with me. Every Sabbath, Father, sure enough an opportunity to worship you every Sabbath Father, is a is an opportunity to be blessed by your spirit and to receive your comfort and peace at the same time every Sabbath father it is an opportunity To be convicted by your spirit. And sure enough today, you're doing your work in the hearts of your people. Why? We know for sure it's you desire changes. You desire a life that reflects you in all things. And it's impossible for us to do that But it's, it's very, very much a part of what you can accomplish. And so today, wherever we find ourselves in the call, we're asking you to come in and take full control of our lives. We're willingly submitting our lives into your hands, Father, because... Without you, we recognize that failure is the only option there. But with you in our lives, Father, we can clearly see where differences, changes are being made. Father, as you bless us with your forgiveness, bless us, Father, I pray. With the fruit of the Spirit. And help us to think carefully and to plan carefully on how to live a life with your help that is filled with self control. There are areas of our lives, Father, where we don't have full control over. But today we're coming to you for that help that help that is promised within your word, that help from you to break any kind of bonds that has been holding us down. Today we come, Father, for victory, asking you to make today be a difference. We don't want to go back to, certain, to, to those things, Father. We were lacking control. We want to step forward in victory today. And so whatever it is, we're all putting those before you and we're asking, Lord, let's move forward together. For the person who is here who has never given their heart to you and they're contemplating it right now, they're even contemplating baptism, may you May you impress them deeply to make that decision so that they may be saved. Thank you for the worship. Thank you for the word. Bless us now as we go in victory. In Jesus' name.